Hello, this is Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! (laughs) I hope you're having a lovely Saturday morning and that you had a great Thanksgiving. I actually had a pretty lovely Thanksgiving given the circumstances. I mean, it was just me, my mom, and my dad, and my dog. Can't forget my dog. But we really made the most of it. We went to Seward Park in the morning and walked the Seward Park Loop, and it was beautiful. And we had a Thanksgiving dinner that we got from Met Market. Met Market did pre-prepared Thanksgiving dinners, and I will say... We were very impressed, so shout out to Met Market. You guys pulled through. But we have so many leftovers. So many leftovers. But (laughs) I think a lot of people who had small Thanksgivings uh, can relate to that. After our dinner, we had a Zoom call with family, and that was fun to see everybody virtually. And then we watched The Grand Budapest Hotel, which is a Wes Anderson movie that I have been meaning to see. And I absolutely love Wes Anderson, so... I kind of knew that I would enjoy the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, And I think it would be very cool to watch all of the Wes Anderson movies that are out right now. So I guess that's one more checked off. But anyway, that was my Thanksgiving. And this episode of Garden of Eden, I am going to keep it casual and just talk. Because I felt like when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, that I haven't done an episode in this format for so long, where I just talk about whatever my brain feels like talking about, and go in whatever direction I want. But I'm going to attempt to keep it all centered around senior year, because I think otherwise I would be so all over the place that it would be hard to follow. There's so many aspects of senior year that I could talk about, and it's been the main thing on my mind lately. So I think I should just jump right into it. Gosh, where to even start? One of the biggest things that I have had to come to terms with is that it is a possibility that I will only have two and a half years of real high school. Now, I'm being optimistic. That might not happen. I might get like a little smidge at the end of the year where we're in person, but we'll have to play it by year. But the possibility is, it's tough. I have a lot of regrets when I think about the fact that there might only be two years because I think, gosh, if I would have known that there would be a pandemic, I would have just done more, talked to more people, made more new friends, gone to more school events and stuff because now I find myself not being able to do those things. But I need to remind myself, shoulda, coulda, woulda. I am such a regretful person and I waste so much time regretting what could have been, what should have been, what I should have thought of earlier. But yeah, total waste of time. And also, on the flip side, you could argue that it is very cool to go to school during a pandemic, even if I won't have the classic high school stories to tell. I can still say I did all these super odd things. I can tell my grandkids that I was a senior in high school during coronavirus and my classes were virtual and I had to social distance with my friends and wear a mask and that it was scary to hug someone. I don't <laughs> That's super crazy and that's interesting. I think that my life is so mundane and boring right now because, I mean, 
it's easy for every day to blend together when when you have to quarantine. But there are lots of interesting adaptive things that I'm doing that I don't even really notice. But I guess speaking of the days blending one into the next, I want to I want to talk about time because it really feels like time is just whizzing by faster than I can even handle. It the way that days blur together because of quarantine make it so that time passes so fast that you're like slow down slow down like tell me where the month of november went tell me where it went i don't know i can't find it i can't find the month of november because it slipped through my fingers and faded away i don't know how one week can pass so fast and then one month can pass so fast but i think it's the kind of the lack of variety in my days i think it feels a lot longer if you're driving somewhere and getting out of the car, walking around, getting back in your car, driving back. And some days there are entire, like, there are entire days where I won't drive anywhere. I won't leave the house. And that's kind of odd. That's something that didn't exist before coronavirus. Time in general is just so skewed and odd right now. It's like, I feel like I haven't been doing enough, but at the same time I've been doing so much. Here, that sounded contradictory. Let me explain a little bit more. It's like after school, I just have thing after thing, maybe a Zoom call after Zoom call, club meeting, homework. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, there's just no time for me to do these other things that I wanted to do. But at the same time, I look back at at the time I spent doing all those things and think, but what did I even do though? What did I accomplish? so much time doing things and at the same time getting no things done. If that, if that makes sense. I think that hopefully at least a lot of other people, well not hopefully, but I feel like a lot of other people can relate to me on that. Just wanting to do more and feeling like either you don't have the time or you just, you just aren't or you're restricted by coronavirus. And I'm a very goal-oriented person. I like accomplishing things and, and checking boxes. And so I get in this cycle of beating myself up over not doing everything that I want to do. I feel like, uh, is this a, a cliche analogy, a cheesy analogy? I don't know. I'm going to say it. I feel like a hamster running around on a wheel. There's just not really a purpose to running around on the wheel. You're just you're just running all around on the wheel. But running still takes work. So it's like you're you're pu- exhausting all of your energy on these random tasks, but at the same time feeling like once you stop, there's nothing to look back on. And I think that's an issue within myself that I need to work on because it would make me a lot happier to be able to say you should be proud of those things that you did even if in, in one day, all you do is work a little bit on a design project, step outside, walk around the block maybe, and then come home. And you can look at that and be like, wow, you, you just, you should have done so much more. You could have been so much more ahead if you did more. But I think I need to congratulate myself for the little things. Ugh, I sound so cliche. <laughs> but it's true. I think every day I do something that I should be proud of, and that's something I need to acknowledge. I also get stuck in the cycle of negativity. So I journal every night. I'm That's been like one habit that I've been able to keep 
super consistent is every night grabbing my journal, writing something, and then going to bed. And I'm happy that I've been able to keep that consistent. And I've never been in the habit of journaling, so it's been really nice for me. But I find myself writing these journal entries that just, I will have a great day, an awesome day where I do so much that I'm so proud of. And then I write about, ugh, I just don't like being in quarantine. I wish that I wasn't a senior during this time. I wish I did more my sophomore and junior year. And I I reflect on my entry and I'm like, wow, why are you being so negative? It's easy to look past all of the small good things that happen and be overtaken by all of the little things that you wish that you could change but can't. Uh, wow, I, I did that was a tangent. I don't even remember I, I what I was talking about. I need to get back on track. <laughs> um, I think a lot of my time going by fast and feeling like I'm getting nothing done comes down to my lack of strong time management skills and being productive because for example if I get a design project like say I'm designing a poster for a club meeting I can spend so long doing that because not only do I enjoy it I can spend forever on projects like that and so after school I'll be like okay I have this massive to-do list with all of these homework assignments maybe emails that I need to send and then I have this design project and I'm like we're going to do this design project for the next three hours because that's a good use of my time. And then I I finish and I realize that it's, I don't know, that it's like 9 p.m. and all I've done is the design project and maybe a few other basic tasks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's not enough time in the day. Where did it go? How did this happen? I just can't do it all. And then I realize that If I had done my homework first and allotted 30 minutes for that design project that I would be good to go. So that is another thing that I need to work on. Time management skills. I think it would be good for me too. And also create time for me to do more of the things that I want to do senior year that aren't required of me. Like I would really like to create a short film this year. I think that would be really cool. I want to paint more this year. I love painting and I'm not very good at it and I would like to get better and it calms me and yeah, I enjoy it. So I want to do more of that and I think if I was able to manage my time a little bit better, then I would be able to do all of those things. I guess one more thought I have on time is that being in quarantine leaves you with a lot of alone time and I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I'm an extroverted or introverted person. I think I, I lie somewhere in between and I have some super introverted tendencies and some super extroverted tendencies. But when you're going to regular school, you have so many little interactions with people. You have countless encounters in the in the hallway where you just say hi to someone or you just, you just wave. Those little social interactions are things that happen significantly less in quarantine and during coronavirus. It's like I'm fine being alone because I am a little bit introverted, but I forget how much I benefit from seeing other people and talking to other people. It's this odd thing where I've become used to seeing so few people, especially since lockdown began two weeks ago. I've been seeing my friends like at a social distance or outside and always with masks on 
And even those little moments that I get to enjoy with them, even if it's outside, make me so happy and energized and productive and content. I want to shift into talking about another very stressful part of senior year, and that is college applications. (laughs) So stressful. Even just hearing college applications is kind of stressful. It's odd because senior year not only is the time, obviously, when you're applying to college, looking at colleges, applying to them, hearing back, it's the year that most sets you up for college. It's when you do all of those things that you've meaning to do, whether it be like meeting a new friend or going on an adventure, going on a camping trip, going to more concerts. It also is like this precursor to college that gets you really ready and allows you to see, yes, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this. And everyone around me is going through this same thing, this odd transition, but we're all kind of in it together. And being in quarantine during that is very odd because it leaves a lot more room for self-doubt. I like, am I ready for college? I've just, I feel like high school's passing by so fast and I haven't done all of these things that I've wanted to do. You feel uncertain about your college applications. Did I do that correctly? Did I put in all of the work that I should have put in? Did I apply to the right places? Am I going to get rejected from all of my top schools? All of these things. It's hard. It's a weird, weird, weird time to be sending in college applications. I've definitely spent a lot of hours being stressed out about college because, I mean, I'm applying to a vast array of schools that are of all different caliber of difficulty. And there's this little cluster of schools that I know are such long shots for me that it's just my odds of getting in are so minuscule. And there's still this inkling inside of me that's like, I can do it. I can do it. And I know if if I didn't get rejected from one of those schools, it would be crazy. I, I, it basically wouldn't happen that I wouldn't get rejected from all of them. So I know I'm going to have to face rejection and rejection is a terrifying thing. Not, no one likes getting rejected and college applications. Also, you're kind of putting it all out there. It's just some of these schools, you fill in the most elaborate questions and you write these long essays and you try to convey yourself on paper as well as you possibly can. And the fact that a school might just turn around and say, eh, nah, you're not accepted. I'm sorry, we can't offer you a place at this institution at this time. It's scary. It's, it makes you feel like vulnerable because just like coronavirus leaves a lot of uncertainty, so do college applications and decisions for early action and early decision applicants for most schools come out mid-December. And so I'm kind of gearing up to open a lot of application results. And that will be very interesting. I'm, I'm honestly excited for it. I'm excited to get it over with. And the way that it works is there's like, there's, for most schools, you have early decision and early action. And then there's regular decision. And so I have to think about the fact that if I get rejected from all the schools that I most love from the early action round, then regular decision, I still have the chance to apply to a lot more schools and figure it all out. But I didn't apply early decision to any schools because I'm not that committed. I don't know. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's a lot of commitment for me. But I did apply early action to a lot. Uh, I don't know. 
it makes me nervous, but I think it makes everybody nervous. And even though I can't see in person, I think a lot of kids are in the same boat as me. Yeah, wow, I I feel like I've been just talking so fast and r ranting for so long on, the, on this episode, but uh, I, I think I could keep talking about senior year for a very, very long time. <laughs> um, because it's, what a crazy time to be alive. And what an arguably exciting time to be alive. Historic. I think it's good that I let myself just talk. And hopefully whoever's listening enjoyed listening to it. Uh, but for now, I'm going to cut myself off. This has been Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge with my show Garden of Eden, which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.